0: Well, good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Janice M., a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Massachusetts, and I am, I'm saying it twice, I am recovered. Today is Tuesday, it's August the 29th, and this is the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, and today we're in the Chapter 7 working with others, and we're going to begin our reading on page 89, and we're going to read two paragraphs, paragraph 2, paragraph 3, ending to be helpful is our only aim, and we're going to comment on both. Today's readers for the 12 steps is are Melissa C.K. and Jody E.Q. Now the readers for the text will be John K., Kathy Jo P., and Sherry K.B. At this time, I have two reference numbers. They're five-digit numbers, and one is for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting yesterday, which is August the 28th. That share ID number is 10,359. That's 10359. And today, this morning, on Tuesday, 829, our 7 a.m. meeting, Eastern Time meeting, was 10,361. That's 10361. Our OA preamble, Overeaters Anonymous, is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors, and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Just a gentle reminder, if you're not speaking, just mute your phones, press star one. Our sole purpose, OA's tradition, states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence in the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Melissa C.K. to please read our OA 12 Steps. Melissa.
1: Good morning. Good morning, Janice. May I be heard? You can. The 12 steps. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. twelve. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thanks for this opportunity to do service.
0: And thank you so much, Melissa CK. I will now ask please Kathy Joe P to please read OA's twelve traditions.
2: I think you mean Jody
0: EQ Janice? Um
2: perhaps I'm filling in. No,
0: no, you you know I'm reading the wrong thing. It's Jody EQ. That was changed. Okay. Go ahead, dear. Thank Jody E.Q., yes, thank you.
2: Uh-huh. This is Jody EQ, gratefully recovered, calling in from North Carolina. The twelve traditions of overeaters anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever nonprofessional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us
0: to place principles before personalities. Thank you, I pass. And thank you so much Jody EQ. Okay, how this is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately 3 Press star 1 to unmute, and once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Well, today we're going to resume our study in the big book on page 89. Uh, The second paragraph will be read by John Kaye. Good morning, John.
3: Good morning. My name is John Kierman. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Los Angeles. Life will take on new meaning to watch people recover, to see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. We know you will not want to miss it. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is a bright spot of our lives. Perhaps you are not acquainted with any drinkers who want to recover. You can easily find some by asking a few doctors, ministers, priests, or hospitals. They will be uh, they will uh, be they will be only too glad to assist you. Don't start out as an evangelist or a reformer. Unfortunately, a lot of prejudice exists. You will be handicapped if you arouse it. Ministers and doctors are competent, and you can learn much from them if you wish. But it it happens that because of your own drinking experience, you can be uniquely useful to other alcoholics. So cooperate, never criticize. To be helpful is our only aim. Wow, well, and that is the key, to be helpful is our only aim. I'm still John Stilton, both the reader. Um, you know, it, it, it's very funny because I read this and I think of it in the context of the history of, of AA and I think, Things have sort of changed a little since those days. First of all, think about the days when this was going on. If you're an alcoholic, you were low, bottom, horrible—you know, not very well thought of. And so much has changed over the years, especially uh, with reference to how people identify 12 the programs and how much more receptive and certainly so much more is known by doctors and ministers and all that. And um, but in some ways, they uh, they speak about a little bit more of a heavy-handed. Uh, approach than AA does now. I can I can only speak from my own experience um, in terms of 12-step experience. I actually went, uh, when I was in uh, detox for alcoholism back, let's just say it was in the Carter administration, okay? <laughs> um, in addition to the doctors that were there, they had these guys who came around that were called blue coats. And what they were, they were volunteers from AA. And they didn't press, they didn't sit down and say anything. Just you know you with AA. If you want to know something, please talk to it. And that is, in many ways, the perfect approach to, especially somebody like me with that oppositional nature, because if they'd tried to shove anything down my throat I'd have, you know, not been receptive at all. And I know later when I was, you know, became more involved in that program, um, I was taught how to make 12-step calls, because over in AA, you know, they actually do get calls. You know, the the whole office will get called and send people out. And I was told to go and tell my story and then shut up, (laughs) you know, as not to be wagging finger or anything like that. But, you know, the hardest part of this is the the fine line of a first first approach, because, you know, how do you do do that? And for me, I'm very careful about that, because, you know, any attempt to go up and say, you know, I'm a member of OA, and, you know, this might help you. The person's automatic thing is going to be, oh, do you, are you saying I'm fat <laughs> or anything like that? And, and even though you see somebody in so much pain and want so desperately, you know, so desperately to, uh, you know, to do what it says here, be helpful. But the, the problem is, is you have to find a fine line. I'll tell you my little secret. I joke about it. I said I call it I call it fly fishing for of eaters that if I could can find a way to be with that person who is you know, severely overweight, I will just somehow let it meant be a drop that, you know, I used to be 100 plus pounds overweight and been maintaining it for over 20 years um, or more actually. Um, and they uh, almost invariably want to know because I wanted to know when I was that big. But, you know, again, that you talk about that's pretty much the only way. How about the, the other people who are polemic or, you know, anorexic people? You can't see the physical effects of the program. All I can say is I, I have to have such a, a light hand when it comes to doing 12-step work because the other problem that can happen, you don't want to you know, make a bad impression about OA so that maybe this OA, the person does need OA and can find OA in the future, but if you introduce it and really push it hard too early, they may never be able to get it because they'll develop a prejudice against the program. And so, yes, this, I mean, this book is great. I do see a certain historical context in how things have slightly changed from then until now. Um, anyway, with that, I'll pass.
0: Yes, and thank you so much, John Kay. All right, just a reminder for those to come that we're on page 89 and we're, we're discussing and commenting, I mean, on bi- paragraphs 2 and paragraph 3. Who would like to vote be next? Carrie S. Carrie, Carrie S. Next. Anybody else?
4: Brittany. Ashley P. P.
0: I hear Brittany. I think it's Brittany Home. What's your first initial on? Yes. Kathy Jo P. All right. What's your initial, your first initial to your last name, Brittany? All right. Anybody else?
5: Sorry, I'm muting Good. and unmuting. M. M as in
0: mom. Okay. Good enough. Thank you very much. Anybody else?
5: Kristen R.
0: Kristen Kathy Jo P. I got you, Kathy, Yep. Teresa D. And let's do okay. Teresa D, and we'll wait for the next group. All right, so we have Car- Carrie S. followed by Brittany M. Go ahead, Carrie.
6: Good morning, and thanks, everybody, for your service. This is Carrie S. in Golden, Colorado, gratefully recovered and um, I have, my notes that I have in my big book for this section are to have inspired action, to pray for inspired action as we carry this message, to be enthusiastic and energized, and and to be the buzz in the room. Because if I tone it down, then I'm not being I'm not um, showing people that I'm recovered. <laughs> and so I like this idea of really. You know it does you know we don't have to be an evangelist or a reformer but to tell our story you know the key is to really tell about what my life was like and when i was in untreated food addiction but now i get to be you know it's attraction rather than promotion and i like that idea that uh, just to be a really good listener you know for so for the newcomers you know is there anything i can do you know ask a question and then just listen listen to their stories you know and and be because early on i wanted so much to just share 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 but the the more i work with others i realize that as i listen then it, it's it's so much more effective and i i really like this the fact that the chapter is titled working with others it's not sponsoring others and the word to me is protege, a person who is, is guiding and supporting uh, by a more experienced person, as opposed to, you know, dictating or mandating, but just really guiding, gentle, loving, humble, happy. Um, so, yeah, th- to, to be a good listener, um, to shine quietly like a light, you know, and, and be, that, be that attraction. That's, that's what works for me. So I'm so grateful to be on the lines and so grateful to be recovered today once that I pass.
0: And thank you much, Carrie S. Okay, Brittany M. followed by Kathy Jo P. Thank you,
5: uh, Brittany M. recovered by the grace of God in Spokane, Washington. Um, I'm just overjoyed today. My heart is so full to finally be sponsoring. I've been in program for um, a long time, many years. And for some reason, you know, I mean, I, I'd been looking at the, the promises of nine and, and other areas, and my sponsor kept saying to me, just wait till you work with others. You know, you're, um, you know your world will be blown in, in such a good way. And um, it's, it's interesting, you know, there's a lot of fear about being a sponsor. And, and she's like, can you read? I can read, so the bar is set really low, and um, my job is not to not to fix those that I work with. My job is to help them develop a relationship with um, with God through my own spirit, um my own strength, experience and hope. and yeah, I'm just the the other thing that comes up is is definitely I appreciate what the previous share you talked about about me listening and asking for inspiration, whether or not. I need to chime in because um, definitely the tendency to want to fix or think I know comes up um, and and I appreciate that somebody reminded me the other day my job isn't to give advice and I and you know I, I fall short of this but can um, you know asking do you, would you like some feedback on that? If it is something that I divinely see inspired, and then the biggest thing that I've learned this morning is just um, how beautiful it is that when I set my ego aside and what I can learn from my sponsees, um, just because they're not quote unquote recovered doesn't mind, mean that when I have an open mind, just the gifts that I'm given, um, and 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 the other thing is when they when they share like their inventory, and to be actually to go through those columns and to, to do the fear prayer with them. And it's amazing how so many of those those fears are are similar and on my own, and to be able to be praying with them wholeheartedly as well. And um, the fellowship that springs up around us is, is just a miracle, and I'm really grateful to be a part of it today. So uh, thank you all. Have a good day. Bye-bye.
0: Well, thank you, Brittany. M. Okay, Kathy P, it's your turn, followed by Christy.
7: Hello, this is Kathy P in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And um, I love the sentence that says to watch loneliness vanish. It's really easy, and for me I'm focusing here on my loneliness, but it's really easy to sit in the corner and feel sorry for myself and feel lonely. And here we start getting our hands dirty. We start being a part of, and we start digging in and helping. And before you know it, for me, the loneliness vanished, and I felt like I was a part of, and I had a host of friends. And it is such a great feeling. And it reminds me of that part in the big book where um, it talks about the ships And um, the rescue afterwards and the camaraderie that the people have is not about um, the problem, but it's about the solution. And working through all this together, we have a connection that is so strong. And our connection is not in the problem, but it's in the solution. And the solution is in the steps, and the solution is helping others. Um, The part here that says... That um um where is it now? Because of your own drinking experience, you can be uniquely useful to other alcoholics. Um, I came to this phone line about almost a year and a half ago. And I was off sugar, and I was trying to do abstinence and mostly white knuckling. Um, But I was drinking alcohol, and I was overeating on fried foods and some of my other alcoholic foods, and it wasn't working for me. And part of my fear of coming clean and coming out was worried that people would judge me. And a fellow that's got a long length of abstinence would say to me, your story is going to make such a difference for people. And um, that helped me plug along. And now I get up in front of my people and I say, and I drank alcohol. And I was not working the steps. And it is so humbling and so awesome to be honest with my people and let them know where I was at and there was no judgment there was I just actually felt more connection to people and that is such a great um feeling living in today and where I'm at today and not looking at the past or yesterday um but being in the solution and with that I'll pass thank you
0: Hmm. And thank you, Kathy P. Okay, Christine, it's your turn. I'm sorry I don't have your first initial to your last name. Uh, it's Kristen R. Kristen R. Okay. Go ahead, Kristen. Hi, my name is Kristen R. in Virginia. I'm a
8: recovered food addict and compulsive overeater. And thank you so much for your service and for everybody who's shared so far. Um, my sponsor pointed out to me that in the first paragraph, life will take on new meaning, that these are five promises of step 12. Number one, to watch people recover, to see them help others, to watch loneliness, loneliness vanish. Number two, to see a fellowship grow up about you. Oh, I miscounted. But um, the idea is that there's five promises, watch people recover, two, see them help others, three, watch loneliness vanish, four, Key fellowship, grow up about you? And five, have a host of friends. Um, And that was that last piece that I really struggled with um, because I've been afraid to sponsor, been afraid to be of service, um, and been afraid to connect with people even in program um, because I felt like I didn't have anything to offer, um, that I felt like um, I would be hurt because when I've tried to help people in my own life in the past out of my codependent ways, I've been hurt. but when I realized that um, the first way I was going to help people was not by being the message, but being the messenger about the big book, that it's not up to me to decide what to tell these people. It's, it's my job to just keep redirecting them back to the big book and back to that message. I don't have to create a message or make a message up, which was really liberating. Um, and then the second piece for my own program, you know, to have a host of friends, um, I didn't, I didn't believe it. And then last week I had to turn over a fear inventory and I contacted many people and who were many recovered people who were, who were willing to listen to me and to help. Um, and those are friends. That's a friend. Even if I've never talked to this person before, that's a friend, somebody who's willing to listen. Um, and so when I started to realize these, these things, service became much easier because I realized that service wasn't a zero-sum game. If I give something to you, then I lose something. It's actually the opposite. When I give something to you, I gain something. I grow. I change. And I become who my higher power wants me to be. And every time I hang up from a call where I did service, I feel different. And it's a feeling I've never had before. And it's a feeling of lightness that I can't even really put words to yet. Um, but it's it's just a sense of this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm so grateful for that, and I'm so grateful for this fellowship. So thank you for letting me share today with that I pass.
0: And thank you so much, Kristen. Uh, okay, Teresa D., it is your turn. Teresa? Maybe I said the wrong name. Star one to one Teresa D. Hi, this is Teresa D. Okay. Hello, hello. You're you're yes, on. Yes, I.
4: Okay, thank you. Um, I just uh, wanted to share that, uh, you know, I love this program and I love that paragraph because I have um, experienced uh, a fellowship grow along me and others. Um, you know, I've seen newcomers come in and then get their accidents. And and it's such a great feeling um, to know that anytime I can reach out and somebody will be there, and I could be there for somebody else. Um, you know, when I was in my disease, there was never anybody around because I wouldn't let them around. You know, there was this fear that oh, I might be found out about something. Don't really know what it was I was going to be found out about, but um, you know. There was that fear, and today I don't have that fear. um you know I do it crops up, but then I turn it over to God, and um thank you very much, God, because uh I wouldn't be the person I am today, and um I pass.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. okay, uh, just a reminder that we're on page eighty nine and uh, we're commenting on paragraphs two and paragraphs three. So, who would like to be the next commentator?
9: Penny C. Hey,
0: that Good morning, Penny C. Anybody else? Beth B. Melissa C. Sherry K B. Ashley P. I uh, know Melissa C. But I heard somebody before you, Melissa C. Sherry K B. Ashley.
4: Beth B. It was a Sherry K B.
0: Penny C, Sherry KB, Melissa C, who else? Jody EQ. Jody EQ, I know it's hard to get in there. Jody EQ, and somebody that's trying so hard. Go ahead. Beth B. Kathy. No, Beth B. Let me just see, somebody's helping me. Ashley P or Beth B? Yes. Yes, okay. thank you. Wow, no, they got my back here. Beth B. Okay. Let's go to Penny and Ashley, I guess. Well, let's go with these five. Penny C, you still with me? Go ahead. I
9: am. <laughs> you still with us?
0: <laughs> I am.
9: Okay, thank you, and I'm going to ask you to to time for me. I don't have a timer with me, Janice. I'm Penny C., a recovered compulsive overeater in the Boston area. And, you know, many times I've heard newcomers to this meeting express to me uh, about um, how overly excited some of the people are that share on this meeting, and, you know, they're just too much. I mean, I'm quoting them. They're just too much. They're so excited about everything. And, they, and their voices you know, seem to rise as they speak. And I say, well, you know, if, they, if you only knew how many people they have seen come out of the depths of despair. And then it reminds me now, this morning as I was listening to the earlier meeting, I was thinking, Dr. Silkworth talked about this. And I'm just going to read a little portion of what he says. He says, "In the in the doctor's opinion, if any feel that as psychiatrists directing a hospital for alcoholics we appear sentimental, let them then stand with us a while on the firing line, see the tragedies, the despairing wives, the little children. Let the solving of these problems become a part of their daily work, and even their sleeping." And even, excuse me, even of their sleeping moments, and most cynical will not wonder why we have accepted and encouraged this movement. Dr. Silkworth was expressing his excitement. And isn't that what we see when we get to this paragraph and we're talking about watching people, watching a new life for them, watching loneliness disappear. No wonder we're excited. Of course we're excited. And, and it's it's obvious that um, we've seen all these tragedies. Little children, um, I've seen that with a compulsive overeater. I've seen it in myself. My children lived with a compulsive overeater who raged, and that's myself, who raged and was not available, so emotionally unavailable, because, you know, I I just was in the food so much that, my life was was not not pleasant. I was unhappy all the time, most of the time at least. And so, yes, we are excited. This paragraph, you know, I just want to shout it from the rooftops. You must not miss this. And I do. when I'm working with new people through the Big Book. I'm constantly saying, and this is what you're going to remember to do. This is how you're going to direct your people when you start. When you start. Sponsoring them through the through the steps. You're going to ask them to read this. You're going to let you know. It's just a wonderful, wonderful way. My time must be up by now. So, thank you and thank you God for this wonderful program. I pass.
0: Mm-hmm. Perfect, Penny. Okay, Sherry K B. It's your turn.
9: Good morning, Janice.
10: Good morning, everybody. Sherry K B. In Northern California. Grateful you covered compulsive our reader. Thank you so much for your service, Venus. Um, so um, life will take on a new meaning, uh, which it definitely has for me with doing this work and working with others. It's just been an amazing, amazing experience that I don't want to miss. Um, and I must not miss it. It even says, here's another must in here. And um, that you know, frequent contact with newcomers um, will brighten our lives. Um, I know that for me, I make sure I call newcomers every day. Um, to welcome them to the line or to a face, new to face-to-face meeting. Um, and it, I love talking program, and I'll, I'll leave messages that say, hey, you know, if you want to talk program, give me a call, if I can answer any questions for you. Um, I really love to do that. I love to carry this message. And as far as, as uh, being a step guide, um, you know, I don't want to be an evangelist or a reformer, um, and I don't because I know that will handicap me. And, you know, I think of tradition, too, that says, for our group purpose there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our good conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. So for me, my job as a step guide is to get you in these steps, to shine the light, uh, to help you to get unblocked. But for me, my whole practice is to help you to get unblocked so that you can rely on your higher power and not on me. Um, that's the whole idea to me, and this is divinely inspired in this book. It's all about reliance on a higher power, uh, working the steps, and to get support from your step guide and people in the program. That's kind of what I've been taught, and it has worked beautifully for me. And, um, I, and I also know it's so important to cooperate and to never criticize. And to I can share my experience, strength, and hope where others can't because I've walked through these steps, I've recovered, and. I have something to give, and it, it just fills me up. It really does it. I love being useful, and I'm just so grateful for that progr- this program and grateful to my sponsor. with that, I passed. Thanks.
0: I'm grateful to you. Thank you, Sherry KB. Okay, Melissa C. Hi,
11: good morning, Janice. It's Melissa C. Recovered, compulsive over in New York. Um, if you could time me, because I don't have access to my time. Sure, oh, we'll Oh, my dogs are barking, sorry. Um, Anyway, you know, there's a few things that strike me this morning. One is how many chapters are entitled um, work, you know, that it's working with others, how it works, into action, and that... um, Oh, my dogs. Um, (laughs) I apologize. I hope you can hear me. Um, So, you know, and and I've been... um, one of those people I was laughing um, when someone shared earlier about being like super enthusiastic. Um, That has been me. Like I have somebody um, at a, a, that I sponsor now who said um, I like ran up to her at the first (laughs) meeting she came to and she felt like I grabbed her, um, you know, like attempted to sort of grab her, and you know, my assessment was that that's not what happened at all. Um, and then, in retrospect, uh, it, yeah, it probably did because I'm so excited, um, you know, that there was a, a new face there, um, and um, and I felt um, that perhaps at that meeting that there were lots of people who weren't, you know, carrying the message of the big book, and I so wanted her to hear this, you know, to hear this experience, um, because my life has taken on new meaning. And so, um, you know, thankfully, um, I think initially I may have scared her and, uh, and it didn't, you know, I didn't sponsor her initially. And then uh, a few months later, actually it did work out and we are working together now. So, um, you know, my enthusiasm is it's it's both, um, it's useful. It's, it's, uh, it's, I'm enthusiastic because this works because I've tried everything. And who wouldn't be enthusiastic if you haven't discovered um, the secret, you know, and that my life has n- new meaning, that um, I don't want to miss this. This really is um, the bright spot of my life. I can't believe, like, that um, really, like, this This is it. And so, you know, I, I know also, like, initially when um, I had – was recovered when I first became recovered, my body didn 't look it yet, and that made me nervous about can I carry the message in a less than perfect physical form um, and so I just want to state that out there. Yes, you can you know we are uniquely useful um, in whatever size and shape we are, and so that was really where I got into the equation for me, that to trust that if I was abstinent, my body would transform at the rate God felt was the most useful. And I think being not perfect weight and size made me more approachable at those moments. And, and as my body's transformed, um, I continue to be useful. You know, God is in charge of the um, results. We do the work, including working with others. Thank you. With that, I'll pass.
0: Oh, right on, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you. Jody EQ, it's your turn. Thank you, Janice. Good morning,
2: everyone. This is Jody EQ, gratefully recovered, calling in from North Carolina, compulsive overeater and bulimic. I love these promises. Thank you for pointing out that they are promises, the previous speaker. You know, I used to read these promises back in the day and I I would wonder why aren't these coming true? I was going to my face-to-face meetings year after year and it just didn't feel like they were coming true and um, I, I wasn't using this book like I'm using it today, like we study it and use it here in a vision for you. My groups in Monterey, California weren't using this book, and I think that's the main difference. I used to go to AA meetings, and I could feel this. I could feel this um, fellowship, how lively it was, how happy the people were there, the laughter. It was obvious. There was joy in the room, and I just didn't feel that in my face-to-face meetings. And I am so grateful to a vision for you because I feel like we have that this year. What I saw in those AA meetings, we have here today, I have here today. And I am so very grateful for that because I, this, this is a way of life for me. OA has been just, you know, uh, essential for me. And um, I have taken it very seriously, but I didn't have this book. I didn't have this, I didn't follow the guidelines in this book until I found a vision for you. So I'm so grateful, really, to a vision for you for bringing this to life and to uh, joy for me because I do find that these promises have come true for me today and I'm so grateful. Thank you. And with that, I pass.
0: And thank you so much, Jody E.Q. Okay, I believe let's have Beth B next? Good morning. This is Beth B. Can everyone
12: hear me? Yes. hi. Um, I'm calling from Charlottesville, Virginia. I'm a grateful recovering compulsive overeater, and um, I would ask somebody to time me. I generally don't talk three minutes, but just in case um, I, I in my book here and, and when I when I first started going to OA I only attended uh in person meetings and we weren't really using the big book uh in those meetings and so um I've come to, to a vision and I have found that uh using the big book is is, is transforming my life. And um I've underlined the sentence um to be helpful is our only aim uh and and that's that's calling out to me this morning to be helpful is our only aim um, boy, I tell you i I like to be helpful so much that I know it all and uh, I laugh when I say that because uh i I noticed early on in the program uh I've been in o a for about a year and i i was i thought I was ready to hop in there. And sponsor people, and you know I had a plan for them. And then as I read these two paragraphs that we're focusing on today, um, I realized that I was falling in uh, under a a, a uh, an unfortunate trap of, of, of uh, trying to be a reformer, and um, so I I share that because uh, as I have uh basically reset my program by studying the big book, getting a step sponsor through a vision. Um, I'm finding that uh, first of all, it's okay that I made that mistake. It's an easy mistake to make. But secondly, um, if I, you know, to be helpful is our only aim and I want to be helpful. And so sometimes to be helpful, I have to get out of my own way in my own head and uh, so I am just so grateful. I'm so grateful to be here today. So grateful. Grateful to God and, uh, and, and to everybody who's on the line who is, is helping me uh, uh, find my way through the program.
0: So with that, I'll pass. And thank you so much, Beth B. Okay, Ashley, it's your turn. Did I get the right name, Ashley? Hi, this is
13: Ashley P. Recovered in Northern California. Can you hear me? I can. Uh, great, thanks. I didn't realize that you guys had got me on the list. Thank you so much. Um, I was laughing this morning. Just um, <laughs> it's it's nice to feel um, like uh, part of a part of a group and to know people's voices and and to know some of the people that that share on the line um, either by phone call um uh for me, I feel really really grateful because i I also know some of them um face to face and and that's what this paragraph is is talking about and it's it's just so huge I had um a friend who recently in a share said that the opposite of addiction is connection um and i i know that i i really feel that way because for such a long time i was terribly terribly isolated and um certainly didn't feel like i had any community and and didn't feel like i could be useful at all and and now it you know like last night i went to dinner with my um my two best girlfriends here and and these two women um were the first people that i went out to coffee with when um I, I got into program again. It was another program, but just, um, program. And, you know, years later, they're my dearest friends and, um, it was uh, one of their, their birthday dinners. And, and that original coffee was just fellowshipping and it was just them being of service and reaching out to a newcomer. Um, and so as, I was listening to this phone meeting this morning. I was trying to find uh, a time for me and a newcomer to get together um, for, uh, for coffee and and to talk about the program. I um, wanted to share with her um, what my program looks like and, and just relate to her how um, I got better, but not be didactic about it. Um, And, and, because of this step, I have the opportunity to do that because it gives me the practice with calling people, with um, fellowshipping, with getting on the line, um, with making connections that never, ever felt comfortable. And, and a lot of times it still feels out of my comfort zone, but I, I just do it anyway. And I'm so blessed with um, with the results I, I have the community around me so when i am feeling um not as connected to my higher power or i don't know what to do i can call and make 10-step calls i can um work with a newcomer and and i just keep putting one foot in front of the other and and working my program and um that's really one of the ways that that god comes in in everybody's voices and everybody's um wisdom and their. And their smiles and their laughter. Um, I just want to remind people we're not a glum lot, and and so I'm I'm also really grateful for um, the laughter and the joy this program brings. Um, and with that, I pass.
0: And thank you so much, Ashley P. This is Janice M. I just want to um, just cont- contribute that you know when I as a moderator or any service on this line. There are people there are backing me up. They're listening. They're, they're listening to see if I can't get the right name. So they're only trying to be helpful. They're not bossy. They're not interrupting me. They're trying to be helpful. Thank you, God. We have to give credit to them. And uh, that's what it's all about. So right now I'm going to thank everyone who has shared. I'm going to close the meeting just as part of the meeting before we get into the uh, 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 sponsors, and newcomer greeters, I'd like to thank Melissa, C.K., Jody, E.Q., John K., uh, Kathy Jo P., and Sherry K.B. for, you know, sticking by us. So right now I'm going to ask, please, Kathy Jo P., to please read page 164, A Vision for You, Our Book is Meant to Be Suggestive Only. Kathy?